Good morning. It is Tuesday. The day of the week that no one can come up with a good hashtag for. Welcome to 318 Radio. I'm your host, Shane. And uh, I got a few things on my mind this morning. I, I couldn't really narrow it down to just one thing. And this happens from time to time. So I'm going to do something that I like to call three random questions. Now, how this is going to work is I'm just going to ask three questions and kind of give a few of my thoughts on those. And then I'm going to leave it to you guys. Let me know what you think if, if you want to answer one question or all three. Or, uh, I don't know, any thoughts that you have are appreciated. Always love getting the call-ins, comments, and all those types of things. So uh, so feel free to, uh, to do that and help me answer these questions. All right, let's get to it. Question number one. Do you have any weird anchor habits? And when I say that, I'm talking about the way that you record. We got into this a little bit yesterday because I mentioned that I don't like to record in front of people or with people listening to what I'm saying while I'm recording it. Like, for example, like my wife. Uh, I kind of need to be by myself. Now, the exception to that is, you know, I don't really care if there's kids around as long as they're not being so loud that I can't hear myself think. Um, but but yeah, I, I can't really record if there's other people listening to what I'm doing. But another thing is that a lot of times, not all the time, so I'm not doing this right now, I'm actually sitting down right now, but a lot of the times when I record, I feel like I have to get up and, and walk while I'm talking. It's not that I'm walking around doing anything while I'm, it's not like I'm multitasking, I'm just walking around while I talk. Um, I also find that I do that sometimes when I'm talking on the phone with somebody, is I feel like I have to get up and, and walk around while I talk, especially if I'm nervous or, like say if it was like a phone interview or something like that, where you'd be nervous talking on the phone, I, I would have to be up walking around. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I if I think better that way or if it just lets out some nervous energy and I don't know. Um, but I have to sometimes when I'm on anchor, I just and I'm recording. I have to walk around while I'm doing it. And then there's the re-recording of segments. I know some people do not do this at all. They just hit the record and go. That's not me. I have to I have to sit there and record a segment like usually four or five times before I get it good enough that I like it enough to publish it um, but uh, you know I know people are, are not all like that maybe you just hit the record and you go and whatever you say you say but uh, I'm not like that at all I have to re-record stuff several times sometimes sometimes I'll even get to the end of a five-minute segment like the very end and just be like no I'm gonna start over and uh, that's that's kinda crazy cuz I don't have time for that but I do it and then there is like, I guess the habit of when you record or when you feel like your best time for recording is. For me, it's now. It's it's early in the morning. I've had my coffee. I'm good and awake. I got I got some energy, you know, flowing. I should be putting that energy toward doing my job, but I give that to you guys here on Anchor. So you're welcome. Um, no, I, early in the morning is my best time. I feel like it's my most uh, creative time is the time when I can uh, can really get the creative juices flowing and, and get out there and uh, put some stuff out on Anchor. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess if I had to pick a second best time, it'd be very late at night. Those are like my two best times. Uh, very early in the morning or very late at night. The middle of the day, I'm kind of like, eh, 
I can do without the whole middle of the day. But just give me the early morning and the late at night. Anyway, uh, I'd love to hear what some of your, if you have any strange anchor habits or, or you know, things like that. Uh, send them to me. Give me a comment. Send me a call in or whatever. Now, I do have a call in on that topic that I'm going to play here in just a little while. And there was also some comments on it yesterday. Uh, some people kind of said they were the same way as far as needing to be alone when recording. And uh, it was uh, Gigi from Bright Beautiful World said uh, that it takes her about 20 minutes to get in the zone when recording. And I would love to hear more about that. I was very much intrigued by that. Uh, what it takes to get into the zone that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for so uh, I'd like to hear more about that uh, GG if you hear this um, but yeah let me go ahead and uh, well we'll move on to the next two questions and then I'll play that call in now I love almost everything about Christmas almost everything there's one thing that really gets on my nerves. I don't like it. I can't stand it. And that's sad Christmas songs. I don't think there's a place for sad Christmas songs. Christmas is supposed to be a happy time, a time of joy. And then I turn on the radio and I'm hearing, you know, my grown-up Christmas list or uh, Where Are You Christmas those kind of songs that just I don't know they just make they don't make me feel Christmassy or happy or, or joyful they just make me feel sad and uh, and down and I it really bothers me you know I want to hear Frosty the Snowman I want to hear Silver Bells I don't want to hear that uh, sad Christmas music but apparently there are people who feel differently than me uh, because they still play those songs on the radio um, and so apparently there are people who love sad Christmas songs. I, I don't understand it, but, uh, you know, there are people out there who love that apparently because they keep playing those songs. Now, the other part of this that is interesting is what I classify as a sad Christmas song and what I don't classify as a sad Christmas song. So um, we were in the car last night, me and my wife, and Blue Christmas came on the radio, Elvis Presley Blue Christmas and she was like why are they playing all this depressing Christmas music and to me see I don't see Blue Christmas as a sad Christmas song to me it's just like uh, you know it's a cheesy silly breakup song I'm gonna be sad cuz you're not here this Christmas that's not the kind of thing that that bothers me you know those those songs to me are fun like uh, Blue Christmas and or Last Christmas those those kind of songs those aren't what I classify as sad and depressing the ones that I classify as sad is like, you know, um, Where Are You Christmas, Grown Up Christmas List. There was one a couple years ago about some Christmas shoes that was just really, ugh, awful. Um, I just, I can't stand that. If I hear that, I just turn the radio off because I don't, I don't want to be sad. It's Christmas time. Come on, Amy Grant. You're ruining Christmas. You're literally ruining Christmas. Anyway, so my question for you is... Do you agree with me? Do you not like sad Christmas songs? Or are you one of those people who enjoys the sad Christmas songs? And um, if so, if you do agree with me, what, what do you classify as a sad Christmas song? What What is one Christmas song that's like so sad that you hate to hear it on the radio?
Okay, third and final question. Let me set this up. As I listen to different people on Anchor, I've realized something about myself. I think I'm the least social media person on Anchor. Like, I don't, I have a personal Facebook page, but it's like I only have close friends and family on there. And not only that, I rarely, maybe one or two times a week, get on Facebook at all. Rarely ever post anything. Um, when I do get on Facebook, it's usually just to look at news articles and stuff like that. I, it's just, I don't, you know, I don't really do Facebook a whole lot. Same with, with Instagram. I don't even have a personal Instagram page. I have one for this, uh, for this show, 318 Radio on Instagram. Go check it out. I also have a, an Instagram page for uh, the youth ministry that I'm in charge of at the church. Um, <clears throat> uh, Snapchat. I don't do Snapchat. I did a whole rant on Snapchat one time. On uh, Maybe I'll replay that if I can find it. I don't know. It's pretty stupid. We'll see. Um, but I, I just don't like Snapchat. It's one of those things like, you know how if there's like a big fad, but if you don't get into it at the beginning, then you just feel like it's like the time for it has passed and you can't get into it. So, for example, like if if you don't watch The Walking Dead now, like, you're not going to get into it at this point, right? You hear everybody else talking about it, and it's almost like a badge of honor. You're like, I don't even watch The Walking Dead. And then people are like, <gasps> like you just, you know, confess to killing several people. Um, it's kind of the same way with Snapchat. You know, I, did, I didn't get in at the beginning. I didn't get in when it was a cool fad. And now it's like, it's almost like a badge of honor. Like, I don't even do Snapchat, you know? Um... I know that's stupid and weird, but it is what it is. And then there's Twitter. Oh my goodness, don't even get me started on Twitter. Uh, I don't do Twitter, obviously. And, you know, I just, I don't understand why, uh, like, there's so much about Twitter that I just could rant about, and I'm not going to. But, um, just suffice it to say, I don't do Twitter. But, you know, as I'm listening to other people... People have all these different social medias, and that's cool. I'm not I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just observing that I am <laughs> the least social media savvy person on Anchor. Um, I have to be because I just don't do any of that stuff. But I love Anchor. I love doing this and uh, and talking to you guys like this. I don't I don't know why. I don't know what the difference is, but uh, but I really like Anchor. Okay, so here's where the question comes in. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate yourself as far as like your social media uh, presence? I don't know what you even call that, but uh, as far as how much you use other social media, how would you rate yourself? One being like me, like not at all, and ten being like you use all of these things all the time. Um, so I'd like to know that. And then I guess if I could do a part two to this question, am I allowed to do that? part two how does your other social media affect what you do on anchor does it help you on anchor or does it maybe take away from your time on anchor or uh you know how, how does it play in how does it tie in with what you do on anchor i'd be interested to know that because i do like i said i have the instagram page for this radio uh for this station here on anchor and the way that i use that is if i'm talking about something you know topic I may go out there and 
post about it on Instagram or sometimes I'll play a clip from the show on Instagram to try to get people who may be following on that page to to listen here so that's how I use it but I'd be interested to know um, how your other social media how does it fit in with anchor or does it not all right well those are the three questions and I'm gonna shut up now and hopefully uh, get some responses from you guys so let me know what you think if any of these uh, topics strike you and you want to uh, comment on them or if you want to comment on all three that'd be great too uh, anyway I'll go ahead and play those call-ins when I get them thanks for listening What's good, Shane? It's your man, The Voice. Since everyone else was talking about where they record Anchor, I figured I would too. As you can hear from some of the little voices in the background, I don't always do it by, or I should say when I'm alone. As a matter of fact, my wife asked me recently, uh, and you heard my granddaughter saying, shh, because she understands when I'm recording, it's supposed to be quiet. So my family's pretty good about it. Uh, my wife asked recently, where are these things going? And I showed her where everything was going. And sometimes the little ones around me like to get involved. So go ahead and get involved, son. Hello, everybody. That's DJ Knickknack. Uh, anyway, that's how recording goes for me. Try to do it alone, but sometimes... Uh, two heads of voices are better than one. Shaman the voice sounding off. Okay, I know this is off topic from the three questions, but I got to give props to a company who has, I, I believe, really stepped their game up over the past few years, um, and that's Dairy Queen. You know, we do, we have a new Dairy Queen here in town that was just recently built, and uh, I remember several years ago, when it came time to eat that type of food, I would never think of Dairy Queen. It was just nowhere near the top of my list, uh, even though I did like their desserts. But, you know, now when I'm ready to eat and we're going to eat, you know, fast food, bad food, uh, Dairy Queen's always near the top of my list. They just have some really good stuff. Their, their chicken tenders are on point. Uh, their burgers are good to me. And... Uh, you know, if you go inside, they have the ketchup bottles on the table. You don't have to open a million packets of ketchup. That's a big deal to me. And then if you get the blizzard, not only do you get a nice, yummy, frozen treat, but you also get a little magic show. They turn it upside down and then, you know, show you that it won't fall out of the cup when they turn it upside down. So that's really cool, too. So I got to give some props to Dairy Queen. Keep up the good work, DQ. exactly how I feel um, I just 
even like you said, when I talk on the phone, sometimes I'll get up and I'll walk in the other room. Part of that is just because, you know, if somebody's watching TV or something, it might be loud. But, um, but it's, I don't know, I'm just more comfortable talking to somebody else if nobody else is, is listening to what I'm saying. Um, but the weirder part about that maybe is that I spent a couple of years, like two and a half years, as a, a customer service for an insurance company where I was talking on the phone all day. And I had, you know, co-workers just feet away from me, you know, that can hear me talking. So that, to me, was a huge adjustment when I first started doing that. I mean, I got used to it, but uh, it, at first it was just so weird that somebody else was going to be sitting there as I'm talking to this person on the phone, you know, listening to me take my call. Um, that was just such a weird, hard thing for me to get past. But I did. I got past it, and uh, and, you know... I did that for, like I said, I think it was maybe three years, two and a half years, something like that. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can relate to everything that you're saying exactly there. So thanks for the call, MX. Hey, positive vibes here. Um, to your first question, um, I think a weird habit I don't uh, that comes to mind is I just feel I need something in the background, like music. Sometimes, like I have done it without it. Um, I don't know, even if it's like beats, like I always like, you know, search on YouTube, like just, you know, different type of beats that I could play piano, guitar, you know, different type of music and so on. So I guess that would be a weird habit of mine that um, I don't like quietness all the time, such as now even. <laughs> but uh, but that would be a, my weird habit, I guess. Oh, I really like that with the music in the background. Uh, I've experimented with that a little bit. Uh, it's hard for me to do it like right now because I'm at my work desk, even though I work at home. I just really don't have any way of, of playing any music right where I'm at. I mean, I could do it. It would just be kind of a hassle. But uh, when I, where I have experimented with it was, it was like if I'm driving or something or riding in the car, um, I will, you know, kind of turn the radio up so it can be heard a little bit in the background if there's, you know, music playing or whatever. So, uh, no, I like that idea of having some music going in the background. And, you know, the times I have tried that, I think it's made me kind of a little more relaxed. So, uh, maybe that's something more people will play around with in the future. So, yeah, uh, good, uh, good call. Thank you for the call. Hey there. I mentioned it as a comment, but... The one about, you know, do they know if it's Christmas time at all? Um, and I can't think of the name, the actual name of the song. It, my coffee has not kicked in this morning, but I absolutely agree with you. Christmas is supposed to be a fun and happy and in, in a, you know, great time. And, you know, I've, it's just a very, very sad song. And I'm like, that's horrible. I don't want to hear that Christmas song. It's not a Christmas song. So I usually change the station or turn the radio all the way down until the next song comes on. But yeah, no, I totally agree with you 100%. Yes, that song is definitely on my do not listen to list of Christmas songs. Uh, because And they play it on the radio, which I don't I don't really understand, but you know, I get the message of the song. I know, I know, there's suffering going on in, in other parts of the world and and horrible tragedies. But you know, just for this one time of the year and this one season, I just want to have some joy and some hope and and things. And you know, I do what I can to uh, 
to help whenever there's suffering or tragedy. I, you know, I feel like I, I do what I can. Obviously, we all could probably do more, right? But um, I, it's just not the right. I don't know. I just don't want to hear that song when I'm li- trying to listen to some Christmas music. That's not the type of thing that I want to hear. So, yeah, I don't know why that song didn't come to mind because that's one that always uh, always makes me think about this topic when I hear it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's on the top of my list as far as songs where I will change the station when it comes on. Okay, 318, I have one more comment on this question, and that is... Um, I have several different social media sites, and that is because now that I have launched my um, career as an online personal trainer, I have to put content out in order to be seen, in order to gain clients, um, and more. I just wanted to put it out there to help as many people as possible, not necessarily to retain earnings or um you know, have my bank account grow, but it was more about I became a personal trainer to help as many people as possible, so that's how I use my social media, and Anchor is actually just more about me personally. I put whatever I want on Anchor, and yeah, it's just about me, and it's my own little piece of awesomeness. You know, I will say that using Anchor has kind of pushed me to use other social media in ways that I really never have before or probably wouldn't have wanted to before for example uh you know i mentioned the instagram page and even this past saturday um posted a couple of videos on that instagram page that i made just just basic videos walking around an old house that i had been talking about on anchor but uh that's something that i you know i don't think i would have done before so i don't know maybe anchor is pushing me towards other forms of social media that I wouldn't have normally felt comfortable with in the past and and now I'm maybe starting to get more comfortable with that but uh I don't know it's interesting hey positive vibes here um in regards to your question so first part I would say I'm really close to a 10 I'm on pretty much all of those platforms um the ones that you talked about and also musically YouTube and Pinterest uh, second part of it, it does help in my view for me because I do share it on my story, on my um, Instagram. I share it on my Facebook, which I know I've gotten some listeners from there. Snapchat, a uh, few people from there from me, not really pushing them, but brought it up to them. They have added it. So it, it's been all about me doing this for close to five years, this branding, right? Positive vibes. So I think the more social media platforms I've been on, it's helped. But Anchor I love and um, for just the last thing here, I just feel you have to do you and that's what you've been doing. So just keep doing you and you've been great on Anchor. All right, another great call in. We've had some really uh, good call ins today. So thank you for that positive vibes. Um, Yeah, I would say I guess with social media, I'm more of a consumer, especially when you talk about something like YouTube. I'm definitely a consumer of YouTube. I I use the app, you know, a lot for uh, watching videos and and things like that, Um, especially informative videos, you know, if I'm trying to figure out how to do something or if I'm trying to learn about a new um, video game that's coming out, you know, you know, just information, I guess, is what I use it for, you know, that type of consumption, but uh, I don't, I'm not, uh, I don't post anything on there is what I'm saying, And, and I do that with a lot of my social media, you know. 
I'll get her on Facebook and click on articles and things like that. But as far as posting, I just really don't post that much. So I guess when it comes to most social media, I'm, I'm just more of a consumer than I am a creator. Uh, but whereas Anchor, I'm probably like 50-50. You know, I, I do like to create the content. But then I also like to consume and, and listen to what everyone else is putting out there. And so um, it's different for me with Anchor. And I, I don't know why. But uh, thank you guys for these call-ins. These are amazing. And uh, I'd be glad to hear from anyone else if, if there's anyone else out there that wants to uh, call in and comment. And let me just add here at the end that... You know, this isn't really, we're not really talking about a right way or a wrong way. I just think it's interesting how people um, use the different different platforms and how you interconnect them. Or if you do interconnect them, maybe you don't interconnect them at all. Um, like I said, I have this personal Facebook page. I don't really, I don't really use it in any way connected to what I do on Anchor, um, which is... Maybe that's a little strange. Maybe I should try to incorporate that somehow. But, uh, yeah, it's not really about a right, who's doing it right or who's doing it wrong. I just think it's really interesting uh, the different ways people do these things. So uh, thank you guys again for the call-ins. You know, this is what makes Anchor so interesting, I think, is that all of the people who listen, if I go look at my listeners right now, you know, chances are all of those people who listened are also creators. And you can't really say that about you know anything else you can't say that about Facebook or or Instagram or um, YouTube especially I mean YouTube seems like you've got a handful of creators but most of the people who use it are consumers but with anchor it's like you have to be both in a way you have to be a creator and you also have to be a consumer and it's the way that those two things mix on anchor that's just completely unique from any other social media that I can think of uh, so, you know, it just gives it an interesting dynamic, doesn't it? That, uh, that you have to be a creator and you also have to be a consumer. I just want to call in about some anchor habits. Um, so the first one is about walking and talking. There's actually a sales manager that I really like in trainer, MJ Durkin. And he teaches us about walking and talking when making sales calls because when you're sitting down hunched over a desk, you're in the physiologically, um, position that your body recognizes as depression. So there's actually some science that goes into why walking and talking probably is better. Also, what I do before I record my first broadcast for the day is I will sing. Or if it's been a while since I spoke, I will sing. I'll play one of my favorite songs and I'll sing quite a bit. Um, even though I'm a terrible singer, I'll just like sing at the top of my lungs like I'm at concert to kind of like warm up my voice, make sure I don't have any crackles, um, you know, causes me to clear my throat normally before I get on. And kind of helps me, you know, get into the flow of talking and being obnoxious and kind of getting over the fear of how do I sound. See, I knew you guys had some awesome, interesting anchor habits. I mean, how cool is that? Singing in the morning before you get on anchor. I need to probably try something like that because I don't know how many times I'll be recording a segment early in the morning and my throat will just lock up. You know, I have to cough and hack and all that kind of stuff and just... uh start over five times and so yeah I definitely should do something to kind of loosen up my voice before I start uh, really recording so that's that's pretty cool as far as walking around and talking I do feel like it helps me concentrate sometimes on what I'm trying to say but then the downside to that is see I have this thing anyway where I can get out of breath when I'm talking 
and it doesn't have to do anything with with like being out of shape or anything like that it's because I just I have to like remember to breathe while I'm talking because I'll just I'll start talking so fast and just trying to get through something that I don't breathe you know don't breathe in and out like I need to and that's even worse when I'm walking around and talking so um, that's the I guess the downside to that is that I have to be more conscious about taking breaths and slowing down or I'll just be sounding like I'm really out of breath so anyway y'all are killing it with these call-ins thank you uh, the beast within for calling and I hope to hear again from you soon hey Shane it's Travis dude great questions for today I really enjoyed that I'm gonna see if I can uh, touch on all three of them first of all interesting anchor habits uh, man, I can totally relate to you uh, about not wanting to record around other people. When I first got on Anchor, that's exactly how I felt. I mean, I, I don't have a problem talking. You know, I'm a public speaker, uh, among other things. Uh, so talking has never been the issue, but it was just kind of weird talking into the phone, talking about some ambiguous subject as though I'm talking to somebody and actually who knows if anybody's even listening out there. I don't know. So uh, that was definitely a little bit crazy. Uh, having been on Anchor now for a little while, I'm like, whatever. So, you know, I'll be on Anchor in Walmart. I'll be on Anchor in the post office at the bank, kind of wherever. So that's kind of, uh, kind of gone away. And then the other one is walking. I'm definitely usually walking around, uh, when I'm anchoring and, uh, that's pretty cool. And then I got one other thought too on a weird habit. The other thing I like to do on Anchor as much as I possibly can is get ambient noise. Uh, around me. So if I'm out somewhere and there's a lot of noise going on, I immediately think, man, I need to anchor this moment. I need to anchor, I need to create a segment out of the noise that's going on around. I mean, it's an audio platform. And I think that's part of the beauty of anchor without all of the professional mics and being in a, you know, home studio or professional studio or whatever is that we can pick up, um, ambient noise. And, uh, I don't know. I think, I, I guess I think that's kind of a weird habit because I don't, hear always a lot of people doing it but when I hear people doing that other people on anchor doing that I think man that's really cool because you can kind of then sort of place yourself in uh in the moment so that's that's maybe my other anchor habit yeah that's something I like to do too when I have a chance which is not very often but to get you know get outside at least just get outside and record and and maybe there'll be some interesting sounds you know you don't realize sometimes just being outside the different sounds that are going on around you so uh yeah i decided to record this segment outside and it i don't know it's pretty quiet out here but uh yeah i can tell that about your segments too travis because i can usually you know hear the stuff that's kind of going on in the background and you know it gives the listener uh you can almost get a picture of of what they're doing and and what it looks like so yeah i think that's really cool i like the uh when people use that ambient sound like that all right, dude, sad Christmas songs, man, I tell you what, I've never actually thought about it, like, consciously, I love Christmas, you may have heard me mention that, like, a bazillion times already on Anchor, I'm already playing Christmas music on my Anchor channel, because uh, I think anytime after about the 4th of July, it's pretty much Christmas time, but I've never thought about it consciously, but when you mentioned it, I thought, yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100%, I don't want no sad Christmas songs, man, play me some, you know, most wonderful time of the year, play me a little Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town, it's, baby, it's cold outside, something like that, you know, play me something that I can sing along to and kind of dance to, but, you know, it's hard to sing along with any amount of Christmas cheer 
to uh you know the chris especially that christmas shoe song i mean i love that song it's a tearjerker i mean it's an emotional song but man it's freaking depressing and it's christmas christmas hey there just want to call in about the social talk um so for me i'm currently mainly on anchor i don't do any publishing on any of the platforms now um some of my beginning segments talk about why Next month, I'll be going back onto other platforms. In the past, I actually, I don't like Twitter as a function. I really like using Twitter to have conversation and reach out to higher profile people that I might not otherwise be able to connect with. Um, they seem to be more willing to engage because of the restrictive nature of the characters and everything. So I really like that aspect of it. Um, but... I too am not a big fan of social, but I'm kind of forcing myself to become more adept because I think a lot of these uh, people like Gary Vee are right that social platforms are now today's TV channels. And if you want to be a part of something big, it kind of helps to uh, be present. Wow, that's a really interesting point about using Twitter to uh, reach out to higher profile people because you're right. they It does seem like they're willing to engage more on Twitter than on anything else. Uh, I'm not sure why that is, but I don't know. It, it is that way. And and that kind of brings me to wonder why more high-profile people don't use uh, Anchor. Maybe they just haven't heard of it. But Because I, I, I think it would work better for what they want to do, which is like control their, um, their branding and you know, if they get negative comments, they just ignore them and only only publish the, you know, the good comments and the good call-ins. And I don't know, maybe we'll see that one day where more like celebrities and famous people uh, use Anchor. Maybe they just haven't heard of it yet. But thanks for the call-in. Good points. Okay, last question. Other social media accounts. Um, for me, it's kind of hit or miss. There's some, I'm on a lot of social media accounts, but there are some that I am more active on and seem to get better responses on. So I do try to use social media quite a bit because of the nature of the work that we do and the ministry that we do. And I've just found social media is a great way to connect with people, even as a communication device. So, uh, my wife and I share a personal Facebook account and that works out pretty good. And then I have a, like a public profile account. Uh, for myself and then Instagram and anchor those are probably my top three that I'm active on and get responses on things like that I have a Twitter account. I have a, a LinkedIn account and I was on snapchat for like 10 minutes or I guess actually I shouldn't say 10 minutes for maybe like a couple of months And it was like a waste of my life Here's the thing though like you said in uh, one of your previous segments is that being on anchor has helped you on other social media accounts and i have found that also to be true so like i do this inductive bible study here on anchor and i've really enjoyed that i mean i was just doing the inductive bible study for me personally and thought hey this is something i could share out consistently on my anchor channel but now i've been sharing that also on my instagram page and then from there copying it because from instagram you can just throw stuff out like it'll automatically copy over to Twitter and Facebook, and then I'm getting responses from that on, especially on Facebook, uh, just because I get a lot more feedback on Instagram and Facebook than I do on Twitter, because I'm not on Twitter very much. So I have found that to be kind of a useful thing, and I'm trying to figure out how to get into live video, like through Facebook Live or YouTube Live or Instagram Live, and just trying to figure that out. And so I think carrying stuff over from Anchor into those other platforms, for me, has been helpful. So 
great questions. Hope you're doing well. God bless you. You know, one thing that I have found to be true is social media is great for uh, as a ministry tool or even, I guess, to be used in a similar way for businesses. Uh, it, it's really great for that. And in fact, I've probably used it more uh, as it relates to ministry than I have, you know, personally. Um, but I, I haven't found you on Instagram yet, but I'm about to go do that now because I've been enjoying the inductive Bible studies and I, I think I might have missed one or two and I've got to get caught up on those because I really, I've really been enjoying those. Those are really good. Uh, so I'm going to be quiet and end this segment and I'm going to go find you on Instagram, Travis. Thanks for the calls today. My boy Shane, KT, man, I'm healthy, man. just need that 20 minutes. Like what you're saying about this anchor and this anchor, uh, consumer creator talk uh, i'm a consumer and a creator and here's what really changed my my consuming ways more than my, my creating ways i'm kt i know i'm going to be creating you can't change kt you know or the anchor nation that's the creator of me you can't change that i'll find innovative ways and be innovative but the consumer what really changed me was that active listening week i took back in october it really get, it really put the eye in the viewer and it gave me a way to be like okay i gotta appreciate the viewer more instead just kind of Engaging, just be there. You gotta, you gotta be actively engaged instead of just being. There. Everyone can be there and show up, but how you show up and how you make an impact as a, a consumer is huge. KT, good to hear from you, and I'm glad to know that you are, that you're fine, that you're not sick like I was. Maybe thinking you weren't feeling well, but maybe you were just a little tired. So, uh, anyway, uh, you know, it is interesting this this balance that we have on Anchor with the. Uh, consuming and also creating um, and the more you create and get feedback from other people like I'm getting today a ton of uh, a ton of engagement and response which which is awesome that makes me want to go out and engage more and respond more um, and you know just be a part of that more because I know how how good that is for me and I want to do that for other people so uh, you know, it's it's a it's a strange balance that we have here on Anchor, but I think it's really cool, and it's really unique. So I, I do want Anchor to grow, but I I hope it never really changes too much from from the uh, you know the way it is right now. Okay, regarding weird habits for Anchor, I wouldn't say they're actually weird. Um, actually, what you do, I wouldn't call weird. Um, only recording when you're by yourself, uh, to me, makes sense. This way you can concentrate and also um, you won't be distracted by other people. And also it's a matter of, of courtesy. I think it's kind of rude to be on your phone uh, when there's another individual in the room. And, you know, you should be interacting with that real live person in real life. So so that's, I guess, uh, I'm similar to you in that way. I like to record when I'm by myself. Usually it's in the car, like I am right now. And I'm actually stopped at a rest stop to get a drink of water. Anyway, that's that. That's the question number one. I'll call back with question number two in a second. You know, there's something really awesome about recording in the car, I've noticed. The few times I've had a chance to do that. Uh, now, I work at home, so I don't drive to an office every day like I used to. Uh, but if I still had that 45-minute commute every morning... Uh, I think I'd be making some really uh, some really good anchor segments because to me I don't know if it's because I'm just used to like you know having those conversations in the car I guess we all are you know you got somebody in the car with you and you have a you have a conversation and uh, it's kind of like that when you're talking on anchor while you're driving so uh, I, I do enjoy those opportunities when I get to 
be in the car by myself and uh, record a few segments on Anchor. So I don't, I don't know. There's something special about that. And now, <laughs> and now I have a really awesome, legendary call-in uh, from Jim again. This one made me laugh so much. I sit back and enjoy because these. This is just an echo of my feelings exactly about these sad Christmas songs and especially this one song. Now regarding sad Christmas songs, the one song they have about the shoes, I cannot stand that song. When it comes on, I just want to puke. I mean, here you have this melodramatic song about this little kid who's going to the store to buy shoes for his dying mother and some stranger pays for it because he only got like 15 cents on him and come on man your mother's dying and you're out here going shopping go home and be with your dying mother man okay i get a little excited about this song being so stupid anyway that's my one pet peeve about christmas is these stupid songs i love the great songs and i love traditional songs but keep these songs about dying mothers out of Christmas. And that's all I have to say about that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. That, I laugh so much listening to that. I've probably listened to it like five times. Uh, but it's just perfect. I mean, who, who wants to hear that when you're trying to listen to Christmas music, you know? When you listen to Christmas music, you're in a certain mood. And that's not the mood that you're in most of the time. So, you know, it's not that I don't sympathize with people that are going through hard times or, you know, people in other parts of the world who are, are suffering. I, I do. It's just, uh, I don't know. I just don't really want that in my Christmas music. Shane is your man, the voice regarding consumers being creators on Anchor. You are correct. The vast majority of people who are consumers are also creators, which I do find extremely interesting I know for me I came to anchor as a correspondent for Trackstar Sports when I came on and started doing those things I created my own channel so that I could listen to it and then I started listening to other people so I was just wondering did you come as a creator or as a listener and I'm wondering if that's the case for most people. Look forward to hearing your response. Shaman voice sounding off. You know, it's interesting. I, I came to Anchor. I have a friend and we've always talked about maybe doing a podcast together or something in the past. Um, and he actually turned me on to Anchor and he was like, man, you need to look at this app. And, you know, it makes it really easy. You can do a podcast. We can do this and that and this and that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to check that out. And... I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And then he ended up not using it. He ended up not using Anchor at all. Um, I mean, I think he made like one episode and then he kind of like left the app. So, uh, and I just, I enjoyed it so much that I stuck around. But I didn't come really either. I, I, I just came to make a podcast, you know. I really didn't have an intention of being social or because uh, I didn't know how it worked I, I didn't have any intention of you know that aspect of it of engaging with other people um, that was just kind of a cool bonus for me but uh, no I just came to to make a podcast um, I just you know that's what I wanted to do and I didn't even really come to listen to other podcasts I just wanted to create 
and just ended up ended up becoming a consumer of it also. So thank you for the question. say about today except for wow I have been blown away by the amount of responses that I received from these segments not only the amount of responses but you guys had some really good uh, points uh, really good insights things that I've never thought about before that's one of the things that I really do love about Anchor is that you can learn from other people from their experiences um, just you know from their wisdom and knowledge and uh, you guys were really bringing it today. Y'all were on fire. So uh, thank you. If you took the time to comment or call in, um, thank you for that. Uh, I mean that. So anyway, I'm getting ready to sign off for the night and, and pass out here soon. Thank you again for listening to 318 Radio. I hope you will have a good night. And I will talk to you tomorrow. God bless.